0: Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always,
1: is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. Life is great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Fantasmagorical. Fantasmagorical.
0: <laughs> not chitty. Not chitty. So today we are going to be talking about The Witness by Nora Roberts in today's mini episode. But first, Mom, if you were to go into witness protection, what would you want your new name and your new profession to be?
1: Okay. My new name would be Cassandra Fonsbeck. <laughs> my, <laughs> my profession would be, um, what would I want to be? Um, a retired school teacher. Do I have to change? I love what I'm doing right now. (laughs) You're partial to that? I'm partial to this. I'm loving it. Um, I think if
0: so, I'm not just saying this because she is the authoress of our book, but I love the name Nora. And um, I would want to be a romance bookstore owner, but I'm afraid that would put too much tension on me,
1: you know? Yes. People would find you if they knew you before. The, um, maybe we could yeah, run a shop true. together. We could run the bookstore together, Ellen. People mom, would never know that you and I mom, would yeah, to I was be gonna say? If,
0: if I were in the witness, prote- first of all, if I were in the witness protection program, it probably would be with you because it would be something that we got up to together.
1: It probably would be. Um. We would probably witness a murder while we're at some... And we'd get like all forensic files about it. And we would. We'd be telling everybody, that is, the, "This is what you need to do."
0: <laughs> They'd be like,
1: "Let's put these two in witness protection programs so we don't have to deal with them anymore. Just to get them away
0: from us." <laughs> um, OK, so today we are going to be talking about the witness by Nora Roberts, as far as I can tell, standalone book. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming written around 2012 or thereabouts. <laughs> I guess thereabouts. Yeah. So I did write a description for this one. Are you what? so proud of me? I oh am. Gosh. So this is what I wrote. When Elizabeth Fitch has an uncommon night of rebellion at the age of 16, it has extreme consequences, like too extreme. She witnesses some high-powered members of the Russian Mafia murder a man and her friend in cold blood and is forced to go into protective custody. When that doesn't go too well either, she goes on the run. Twelve years later in the Ozarks, Abigail Lowry is keeping to herself, minding her business. She's armed to the teeth and has a massive guard dog named Bert. All things that don't go unnoticed by the local police chief, Brooks Gleason. Also not unnoticed is his attraction to her. As the two grow closer, with Abigail fighting it at every turn, Brooks begins to cover more and more about his mystery woman and his desire to help protect her grows with every new detail he discovers. So, Mom. That was good, Ellen. Thank you. (laughs) So, Mom, what did you think of The
1: Witness? um ellen i loved this book
0: <laughs> i loved really it. loved
1: it too i it was just this was a page turner and i couldn't put it down which was a good yeah. thing because we needed to record <laughs> this we needed to, yeah, but, it we needed yeah and it's a long book so. it's a lot that's a 500 page book yeah. but um yeah i busted it out in two days
0: so Well, as I was starting it, I'm like, I love this, but I know
1: mom's going to love it because it's just like your bread and butter. This is my jam. I loved all of the suspense and intrigue and her screwing with everybody. I just loved it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And all the romance. It had, ugh. It was just it was the trifecta of everything (laughs) I love.
0: Here's what I will say. I don't know why I got this a preconceived notion of nora roberts but i've always been like no i'm not gonna read a nora roberts book i think i kind of equated her
1: with like nicholas sparks i was thinking the same thing because every because whenever i'd say i read romance people are like oh you must have read nora roberts uh nicholas sparks and i was like um yeah i i don't care for nicholas sparks so i must not care for nora roberts
0: yeah i think that's where mine comes from too Um, And like I had mentioned previously, I had read one of her J.D. Robb books. But like in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is her romantic suspense pen name. Like, I'm fine. This is not my preconceived notion of Nora Roberts. But um, like totally misjudged her. Like totally. And I can I will admit to that. I thought her writing was really good. It's. It's not like overly flowery, although it has moments of like real beauty and things like that. Absolutely. But she's
1: just such like an energetic writer. Like you're just in it the whole time. Yeah. But some of her descriptions of, you know, the woods and the brook and the flowers. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it was just beautiful and so well done. Well, and, and some of the lines she came up with
0: for them to say to each other, I was like, oh, that was so good. Like, yeah, I would just be kind of like yeah. taken off guard by how good it was.
1: Yeah, I, I would ruin something right now, but I, I'm going to hold it for my swooniest moment because I, I had to go back <laughs> and read through it twice because I am just like, oh, my gosh. But I'm going to save it. I'm not going to say anything about it right now.
0: <laughs> OK, so, um, so apologies to Miss Nora Roberts that I had yeah. this judgment of you, but hats off as well,
1: because I just... I think she's a hell of a writer. Like Well, and send in your recommendations of you people out there who have read a lot of Nora Roberts cuz I am willing. I gave this one a 5-star rating on Goodreads, which I don't do very often. Yeah. But I really really liked this book. Yeah. I I knew you were going to like when I was like a couple chapters in, I'm like, "Oh, mom is going to be all over this." Oh, one. <laughs> and I was. I mean, it grabbed me from the get-go.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, so mom, what did you think of Elizabeth slash
1: Liz slash Abigail as our heroine? (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh, I just felt so bad from the beginning. I felt so bad for this girl. I felt bad for her with her horrible, horrible mother. Yeah, I felt bad for her getting wrapped up in all that when she was 16 years old, I mean, she's just she just a baby, and she, yeah, and she felt so like responsible for like a lot of what happened. Yes, she, and she like, just thought, when, well, if I hadn't rebelled, this never would have happened, which yeah. probably would have been true, but for heaven's sake, and it's then also not her fault that I mean, the mafia was going to kill people regardless, regardless, so. right? And um, ugh, it was just heart-wrenching to read about her and then even when you get to know her again later on and she's just still so broken by so much of it and i mean sure she's stronger and you know she's made herself into a really strong superwoman individual Mm -hmm. but she still had parts of her that were so broken and Sweet Brooks. Mm -hmm. I was going to say,
0: we're going to get to Brooks. I love, I I, like you guys are not going to be surprised by the fact that we love Brooks, but I found her like much more engaging as a character um, because she's just got so much more going on character wise. I just really loved her. I thought she was such an, like, and she kind of at times seems on the spectrum, which is similar to some other people that we've read before. Um, but she's got this whole other level. I mean, I loved how like badass and logical she was, but also how like vulnerable and sweet she was. Kind of as a result of her upbringing,
1: and she's got all these. She's got like a lot of layers going on. Well, to her. and I loved like how literal she was all the time, and yeah. how awkward she was socially. Like when <laughs> when she's at the barbecue and they were talking about her dog, and they, he's as big as a horse, and she's like, I was thinking. There's no way he's as big as a horse. Horses are always much bigger than that. <laughs> but <laughs> I have wait. to think. I'm being too literal. <laughs> and I just loved that about her. And, and Nora Roberts wrote her so great. And yeah. just because she was kind of weird and, and socially awkward, but you still felt for her so much. And well, and, and, you know, she's, she's a little awkward sometimes, but she's always really funny.
0: And, and she's always really funny and sometimes not intentionally, but also she has this kind of like funny little sense of humor to her. And I loved how much he loved her funny little sense yeah. of humor. And, um, Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I just, I really I really enjoyed reading her, and yeah, like you said, your heart just, like, really breaks for her when she's a kid. She just wanted to be, like, a normal 2000s teenager, which, believe me, it's not all it's cracked up to be,
1: but, uh. Wait, are we calling you normal? (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
0: (laughs) Um, but, yeah, and. I loved that his mom came along and was just what, like, she needed and, like, how they have that, you know, she's, like, relaying to him at the end, like, your mom just put her arm around me, and it was such, like, obviously a normal thing to her, but it meant, like, so much more to her, and I was just like...
1: Oh, uh-huh. no! <laughs> well, as a mom i just wanted to hug her and just say i know yeah, your mom was horrible and you need a you need a hug from a mom
0: well and i love i love that like brooks calls that
1: out so often like yeah
0: no you were raised really shitty and that's your mom talking i that's mean your mom you. is like
1: abusive was like abusive even though there were no bruises yeah. i mean the way you were raised was abusive
0: yeah <laughs> um couple moments with her. I loved how after he proposes, she's all worried about the potatoes. Like, he proposes, and she's, <laughs> she's like, like, oh, they have, to, be, hope, they have to come out good. I hope the potatoes turn out well.
1: And he's like, why? <laughs> she's and
0: like, she's this like, will
1: be our potato recipe that, that we had when you were proposed to me. <laughs> and he's
0: like, well, even if they're not good, it's still fun. And it's still like, a no, good story. <laughs> I hope they turn out perfect. And also, I loved her – I I I just kind of loved about her like her switching between um like hacking into the Russian mafia to browsing barbecue
1: etiquette <laughs> for his parents she's all mad at him because he didn't tell her she was supposed to bring a covered dish (laughs) and he's like you don't have to we'll
0: bring some beer she's like no "No, etiquette here (laughs) this says i have to bring a covered dish i'm gonna look like a fool your sisters will never forgive me if i don't bring a covered dish i yeah i just i loved her i i thought she was um yeah i thought she was awesome i just uh and i loved kind of Spending this book with her, um, so mom.
1: Oh my gosh, Ellen!
0: I'm gonna cry. <laughs>
1: what did you think of Brooks as our hero? Oh my gosh, I loved him so much. And I mean, they do describe him as good looking, but we don't. You don't really get a ton of description about him. I it's mean, true, yeah. But he, well, he always describes himself as good looking. <laughs> yeah, like you're not that good looking. Get over yourself. Okay. <laughs> He was just so dang charming. I just... And it was exactly what she needed to pull yeah. herself out of herself. And and he's like, you just might as well let me in because I'm just going to keep badgering you until you let me in. And she's like, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, gosh, I loved him.
0: Obviously, I loved him. You guys know I love my grumpy hero. But his sunshiny persistence in like the face of her heel digging
1: was just too much to resist like well she was probably the grumpy heroine in this where he was the yeah. perky little you know ingenue kind of <laughs> but the thing yeah. i loved is that he had all this other crap going on in his yeah. life and he just was able to compartmentalize that and and focus on her and what she needed because well, she and has he's, stuff going on too
0: yeah and he's got all that crap going on and he never like lets it affect him he just comes home and he's obviously like frustrated and you know she tries to comfort him which is sweet and she's not sure how to do it but he's always just like i just just i just need to be with you that's all and it's just sweet and um yeah I, i i mean i loved him i loved how honest and blunt both of them were with each other and i think that I noticed this with a lot of these um, romance books that have like some sort of mystery plot to them is the couples can be a lot more organic, I think, and not have a lot of like over the top interpersonal drama because there's other plot going on. Right.
1: There's more of an external conflict going on so that we don't yeah. have to worry about an internal conflict. Yeah. And those internal conflicts are usually what make me crazy because they always handle them so Badly.
0: And obviously they have some, but also not really. I mean, like, he's able to convince her. I mean, he he has to pursue it quite a bit. But, you know, she, and she resists a, a fair bit. But it's not like they ever have this big blow up over something dumb,
1: you know? Right. Agreed. Um, and just like when he had to shoot her at the end and he's like, that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It's like what? I even and I knew oh. they were blanks, and I, I still couldn't do it. That oh, was so sweet. Gosh, um,
0: yeah. I my favorite quote that I wrote down for him is um, when she tells him all this. First of all, I loved when he was like comforting her when she's telling him all of her history yeah and he's just like let me hold you let me hold your hand now rest your head on my shoulder
1: just like all throughout um but well and even when she's telling it to the feds and he's watching it on the camera, and he's just thinking, "I hate that she has to keep telling this story over and yeah. over again because he knows how hard it is for her." Yeah, oh, he's such a sweet, he's like a sweet baby angel.
0: Yeah, but my my quote that I wrote down for him is, you know, she's told him all this stuff, and she's like, "You're gonna, it's okay if you want to leave. It's okay if, you know, you." And he's like. Will you freaking give me some credit? He's like, I loved you an hour ago. I love you now. I'm going to keep right on loving you. So get used to it and stop expecting me to let you down. It's insulting and it's pissing me off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I I had my feels for Brooks. I
0: also loved, um, I mean, so we, we see him, you know, at work a lot and things like that. And I also loved, like, what kind of cop he was. You know, he was very fair, but he also, and you know, he was in the pursuit of justice, but also, and especially with her situation, he's willing to see that there are some shades of gray. Well, he even
1: said, you know, like, if someone steals bread because they're starving, or if someone steals bread to sell it to make profit, those are There's two different difference. crimes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, yeah, and even, you know, in his, maybe his, um... Well, well, we'll get into that. Um, so let's talk about the murder and intrigue. It's not so much a mystery, really. So what did you make of
1: kind of the whole plot? Well, it was more with, of a um, suspense, a murder suspense. Yeah,
0: it's almost like, and at the end, it's almost kind of got like a heist
1: movie feel Yeah, to it. Yeah, because they were trying to fake everyone out. But yeah. um i loved it i i loved the way it played out i loved how she just stuck it to him in the end mm-hmm. i love how she got the marshals back i just it was so well played out and so fun to watch her with her computer hacking just screwing yeah. everybody over it was awesome
0: your heart just speaking this is going back but when those when the marshals died that was so sad well that's and- the part
1: where i cried at the end, when she's testifying in court and she's talking about how, you know, John, whatever his name was, I can't remember. But how he yeah. he had a wife and boys that he loved, but he gave his life to protect her. Oh, yeah. It was just, yeah. that gave me all the feels. And I was just sobbing and I was a hot mess at the end there.
0: Yeah, and I, I loved that kind of resolution where, she, you know, they're like, why come forward now? And she's like, because, you know... They they risked their lives. They gave their lives so that I could live mine, and now I want to actually live it. Live my and, life. And and um, you know, I don't want to just be alive. I want to live a life. And um, I thought that was really sweet. And I and I loved I loved how sweet those marshals were with her, and how yeah. she talks. She tells him like, it was. They were, like, the first
1: family I ever had, and, like... Well, when they kept trying to accuse her of, like, going crazy because she was so bored in there, yeah. and she's like, no, you guys don't understand. Those were, like, the best three months of my life ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was the happiest there that I'd ever been, well, ever and in like, my life. Talk
0: to, talk to the child psychiatrist who was dealing with me at the time. They'll yeah. tell you the same thing.
1: Yeah, that there's no way I could have gone crazy and killed those two.
0: Yeah. Um and then you know with the whole russian mafia thing i mean she I, I i liked that you know she had a moment of weakness and it was she was a 16 year old girl and this hot you know seductive guy was hitting on her and she just wanted to go to the mall and talk about boys and now this guy is hitting on her and she succumbs a little bit and um and it blows up in her face really bad um and you feel for her but i like yeah i just like how much she she nailed them you know and ended up just destroying them on every level there towards the end
1: yeah and and I really liked how she got back at the dirty cops and the yeah the dirty marshals. I mean that was awesome. And even the guy at the end who was there when she got shot. Yeah. And uh, you know, because they wanted him to get in well.
0: Trouble. And I I like when um the cops the FBI agents at the end are like, do you really like not trust our protective custody this much? And she's like. This guy that you work, would you trust him to take care of me? Because here's all this dirt on him. Yeah, and, and he's been working for the Volcops. and yeah. yeah. And she's like, I can't trust anybody, and and
1: you, frankly, can't trust anybody in your own, you know. Organization. Well, and then when they even said, okay, I'll handpick them, and and uh, she says, yeah, but then they're going to go after your family because you know where I am, and yes. I don't want to have that blood on my hands, you know. Yeah. So again, yeah. She said, so when they start sending you body parts of your wife, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, are you going to tell them? Or yeah. are you going to save her? Or are you going to save me? She says, I don't want to live with that. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. I loved her. Yeah, she was um, awesome. She's super <laughs> badass.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there was a good amount of a lot of little side disputes with, like,
1: Ty and Missy and the Blakes. Uh, did you like how all that tied up? towards the well, end i did like how ty's story interacted with the blakes yeah because it gave ty a chance to kind of redeem himself yeah. and i liked how at the end where he's like missy's gonna be mad and he says no she's gonna be proud of you i'm proud of you you did the right thing you know yeah there at the end so ty ty came off okay um man, those Blakes were horrible people. Oh, gosh, dang. And (laughs) I was
0: so glad that, yeah, like, she got to stick it to the Volcoves, and I was so glad that he got to stick it to the Blakes, because... Yeah, they were
1: just horrible people.
0: And I like that the whole town got to stick it to the Blakes, really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it seemed
0: like it was something that was, like, a long time coming.
1: Well, I I loved how... Uh, Lincoln Blake was like, "I'm going to take you down, and you'll you know you, no one's going to want you for sheriff and or for chief of police in this town." And he's like, "Okay, you do what You got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do what I got to do." Yeah. <laughs> um, I kept thinking my only
0: this and this is like a quibble. It's not even a quibble, really, because I I enjoyed all of these plots. I kept thinking that the Blake storyline was going to tie into. The Volkov storyline well,
1: more. <laughs> Tell you what, when the, because you even said this to me, but when the um, private, the PI, the private investigator showed yeah. up, I thought, oh, he's going to dig something up on her and, yeah. and they're going to find out where she is. Because I thought, it, I just felt that there was going to be a showdown at her cabin. Yeah. That Just because I've watched too many movies and that's, yeah. you know, how it always plays out. Yeah, But same. you know what? I'm I'm glad, I'm glad that it didn't for the reason of, that her cabin was always that safe, quiet sanctuary that she was able to go back to. Yeah. So I and was that, happy about that.
0: And that, she w- and that she was able to, like, that they were able to live their lives, like, with his family and not have to go into hiding or worry about right. them being in
1: danger, etc. Right. And I did like the way he dealt with the private investigator. I liked the way he just said, look, you don't want this to happen. And yeah. the guy's like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go home.
0: <laughs> I kept thinking... I kept thinking that um, it was going to be... I, th- I kept thinking like either the PI or Brooks himself was going to run some sort of Chat. thing on her and it was going to trigger something with the Dirty Cops or the Volkovs and they were going to start... And they were going to catch wind of where she was. Kind of like you just said, I'm happy it didn't go that way, but that's kind of where I kept thinking it was going to go. Um to a certain degree, like, I I wonder what the point of Ty and the Blakes was in terms of, like, the larger storyline with her and the Volkovs. But I figure if nothing else, it shows you what kind of guy Brooks is and what kind of cop he is.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's very much what it was. And... You know, just the way he dealt with, you know, the smart aleck kid and, yeah. and then his dad. And and then at the end, when Ty came and was confessing to him that, hey, you know, he hired me to kill you. And she was there and she was, you know, almost kind of helping him with, you know, talking this through with this guy. Yeah. And I don't know. It was, I I thought it turned out kind of sweet. And um, then I liked... I I really like, though, how it all played out. How she, like, disguised herself just enough so she looked like herself, but so she could look different than what she looked like. Yeah. Know, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I get you. And, um, you know, how she kind of manipulated everything. I mean, she manipulated the whole thing from the feds to – and then she even came up with the idea of you need to kill me off so that this isn't even over my head anymore for any reason whatsoever. Yeah. And – um. Yeah, it was... I,
0: uh, like, kind of back to the Ty storyline. I love... I love at the end when Ty and uh, Lindy came and um, were talking to Brooks, and she's all, like... I thought it was, like, the perfect encapsulation of her character, because she's like getting them cookies and trying to be like supportive and understanding and she wants to like be there for him but she's
1: also got like her eye on the gun and her eye on her dog and, and it's like well and then when he's very he, aware when, and ty's talking about you know he hired me to kill you and and she finally just says oh my god you know she yeah. like <laughs> And Brooks is just taking it all in in stride and sh- you can tell she's like well, I, don't, I don't I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: but uh yeah, so that's I I kept wondering so when we were dealing with the tie and the Blake's stuff, I kept wondering like how this was all going to tie together and it doesn't really. And I'm not yeah, that's so. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about that still, but I enjoyed all of it.
1: Yeah, is the I, thing. I think it gave his character more depth. I think it gave the story more depth because, really, if it was just her against the Russians the whole time, you know, you would lose a lot of.
0: Well, and it kind of shows. It kind of shows that he is the kind of guy and cop who he might not always do things by the book, but he's going to do them the effective way. So like when he's dealing with Ty and he's, you know, like insulting his manhood and things like that, just to get him to punch him so he can bring him in. He's like, I needed to, I needed to escalate that because otherwise the next time I get called
1: down here, there's going to be dead bodies. Yeah. He says, I need, I need this to be taken care of and to get them in some kind of, you know, help rehab and something yeah. so that, yeah. So that the next time I come, it's not escalated to, cause it's getting worse and worse. And the next time there's going to be blood.
0: Yeah. So I think that's where I land on, on all of that stuff. Um But yeah, the Blake's were pieces of shit. Yeah. Um Okay. Let's talk about sex, baby. It was Let's good. Talk about it. So I think this is like, the perfect amount of sex. Fairly mom friendly, but still pretty steamy and not yes. really fade to black, but the details start sort of start to fade to black as they get a
1: bit deeper. Like you know into exactly it. what's going on, but yeah. it's not explained in great drawn out detail.
0: Yes, correct. So I was grateful for that. Um also if we're talking about sex, we have to mention how funny they were like right before they were having sex for the first time and she's like so i've I've rethought and i think we should have sex <laughs> and just them talking about like i like sex and it's good and and he's i wrote down this line she's like i like sex he's like see there we just keep finding common ground if this keeps up we'll be best friends inside
1: a week <laughs> well and i love when they were up in the bedroom and and she like, I have to turn down the bed. And he's like, do you want me to help you? She says, no, I, I have a certain I have way I have a, to do it. And then she says, should I take off my clothes? He's like, no, I have a certain I have way, a way ser- I have <laughs> to do it. <laughs> it's just like, Brooks, you go. Brooks.
0: <laughs> you rascal, you. <laughs> um, yeah. So what was your swooniest moment? It sounds okay, like you have is. one
1: in mind. I do have one in mind. Oh, my gosh. I loved it so much. With... I guess they're in the kitchen, and he tells her that he loves her for the first time. He says, I love you. And, and she gets, she's, don't, don't, don't love me. Don't say that. Don't. And he's like, what? And and anyway, he finally talks to her. And he says, N- I know you love me, too. So just say it. And she's like, I don't Mom, this is my same exact
0: one. No way. (laughs) Just say it. And
1: she's like, I love you too. She says, Oh, I love I don't wanna say that. And he's like, I'll say it to you every day. I was like, Oh my gosh. I reread that like twice. I was like, Oh, that's so good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was that was my moment too, was them saying I love and he says um she's talking about how she can't say he's like, just try it out, see how it feels. Just try it out. See how you I like it. I won't hold you to it. She's like, I I'm I'm in love with you. Oh god, it feels real. Say it again and kiss me. I'm in love with you. And then they kiss and it's
1: really cute. And yeah, so cute. He's so patient with her and all of her weirdness.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I yeah. I mean and there was a lot just like Brooks in general was just ultra so, swoony. Spoony. Um, but yeah, I yeah they were really super cute, and yeah you're right. It's like she kind of got to be the grumpy heroine, but she's not
1: really grumpy. She's just kind of like well stubborn and well and standoff. It. I mean you know she really doesn't want to interact with anybody at first, which is what our her grumpy yeah. heroes do. You know for I don't sure. have time for this. I don't want any of this. But, but hers was like much more well founded than I think a lot well, of those definitely, men it are. I mean, I'm not saying it's unfounded. I'm just saying yeah. that she was more the grumpy heroine, and he got to be the plucky little, yeah. you know. Let's do this. Ha, da, 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 da. He's like the I little love Labrador. You so much <laughs> He's like the little Labrador of like romance heroes. That was another one where they were arguing over having a Labrador of a poodle, and he she said they should get a Labradoodle. I was like, yes.
0: <laughs> Mom has a Labradoodle. I do have a Labradoodle. Um. Okay, so let's hear what some of our listeners thought. Natalie said, I liked this book a lot. I found the writing enjoyable and fast-paced, and I loved so many of the characters, especially the U.S. Marshals, John and Terry. Cry emoji, cry emoji, yeah. cry emoji. And Brooks and his family. I also loved to hate Elizabeth slash Abigail's mother. Grr. Yeah, she was awful. She was awful. And <laughs> honestly, I'm glad that like we didn't have to deal with her that much after she was gone, because... Yeah.
1: Well, the smartest thing that Elizabeth slash Liz slash Abigail did was just like, yeah, good riddance to that.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Jason's singular male listener, Jason, said, I also really liked the book. Loved Abigail and Brooks. I thought the Marshalls were great additions to the family. (laughs) Brooks's mother just stole
1: the book for me. She was so much fun. Yeah, I really loved Sunny and... I love how she just shows up at her house with a pie. And it's just like, you can't leave me out here with a pie. I've got pie. (laughs) Which is a very Penny Reed kind of (laughs) line. It's true. And
0: I love how um, uh, Abigail's like, I'm not much of a talker. She's like, that's okay. I am. (laughs) I am.
1: I can handle this.
0: (laughs) Um, Penny, who was a huge uh, proponent of us adding this book to the list, Said, I love this book. I really like Nora Roberts' writing style to begin with, though it's a little slow at the beginning for me, but still very suspenseful. I love Brooks and his family and John and Terry. Brooks is very understanding and supportive, a nice blend between alpha and beta, I would say. But I gotta say the one that made this book so dear to me was Elizabeth slash Abigail herself. She's such an amazing, strong, kind, smart, and adorable woman despite her awkwardness, or maybe because of it. And yeah, that's a good... I agree. I agree. Some up I, mean, I, th- I think we've made that clear. <laughs> yeah. And uh finally Karen said, I really liked the witness. Uh Liz was socially awkward in an endearing way. She kind of reminded me of Janie from Neanderthal Seeks Human. Yeah, she's she's got kind of a a few Penny Reed heroines yeah. mixed in there, I felt like. Uh with the way she spouted out facts. Yeah. Brooks was patient, caring, and persistent. Cops are always great heroes. I know because I married one. Oh Karen, look Aww. at you. Uh, she, I'd like to read more Nora Roberts, but she has quite the back catalog. Can anyone recommend which of her books are the best? That's and what so, I was saying
1: because I know she's got a ton of them. So yeah,
0: and tell so me which there's some best. some people are um, replying on the Facebook group to Karen, and so mom should check that out. I should. Um, but yeah, we'll have to. I'm I'm definitely interested in reading more of hers because I I just really loved this one. Um, mom, any
1: final thoughts on the witness? No, I, did we, is Penny the one that recommended that? Uh, yeah, she was, yeah. Penny Girl, I'm giving you a shout out because I loved this book. Yeah. Yeah, this one,
0: yeah, huge win. I I really liked it, and uh, it's made me mad that I haven't read more Nora Roberts and more romantic suspense, I should say, as well. Um, Yeah, I just, I, I really loved, I mean, it's, it deals with like some really heavy things that are
1: happening, but it's always like a lot of fun. And well, I remember when we read our other romantic suspense, the Mr. Perfect book, which yeah. was a fun story, but it was so frustrating that the girls were so stupid. And yeah. this one is almost the opposite. I mean, <laughs> she handles everything like, so well. It's like, yeah. yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's yeah. That's a very good point. And that, You know, I I liked that she's always saying, like, I don't need you to protect me. And he's like, yeah, I know. But I at least like I liked how they became like they kind of made the big stance on like we're a we now. We're an hour now because they're doing this stuff together. And he never wanted to, like, take over for her. He just wanted to help and be there for her. And I really liked that. I agree, Ellen awesome Um, so those are our thoughts we loved it obviously and some of your thoughts on The Witness by Nora Roberts we would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page our Facebook group which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group Goodreads group, our Twitter, and Instagram, which are both at notyourmomsrom, or you can email us at notyourmomsromancebookclub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On August 5th, can you believe we're starting into August, we will be discussing The Swedish Prince by Karina... Haley, Hallie, um, remember you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because we, it helps the show and we just love to read
1: them. All right. Thanks, Mom. All right. You're welcome, Ellen. Anytime. All right. Bye. Bye.